Praise the Lord, everyone. I want to welcome each and every one of you to the house of the Lord this morning. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. I read the newsletters that came out yesterday. I had expectations for what would happen today. And I began to get glad about coming into the house of the Lord at that point. You know, I was thinking maybe the word of the Lord is encouraging for us. As we began to worship the Lord this morning, I thought of Psalms 100. And it says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastor. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth to all generations. That just speaks to us about worship. Take these words from the word of the Lord and let's respond to those and enter into his gates with thanksgiving this morning and into his courts with praise. Let's begin to worship the Lord together. Amen.
He's our Jehovah Jireh. He's our Jehovah Nisi. He's our Jehovah Shalom. He is our Prince of Peace. Because of him we are victorious. He is our mighty God. He's everything to us. Amen. And for that, I worship him. For that, I worship him. Not because of what he's done. Not because of what he's given to me. But because of who he is. I worship him. I worship our mighty God. We serve a mighty God. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's the Alpha and Omega. He's everything in between. Why don't you worship him right now? He's worthy to be worshipped, worthy to be lifted up, magnified, and praised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We serve a mighty God. We serve a mighty God. Amen. Not every person that sings worships, but I'm thankful that I'm in a church where when we're praising the Lord, we praise with an anointing. We praise with worship and not just uh, for looks or for sound. Amen. Amen. Where you can truly feel the presence of the Lord in the worship. Amen. 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 At this point in the service, we definitely want to give you an opportunity to participate in worshiping the Lord and giving. This is the point where I uh, will give you the announcements as well as we'll prepare for tithes and offering. This week, if you would, take a look at your bulletin. If you don't have one, please uh, grab a bulletin uh, on the way out. Uh, services as usual throughout the week with the exception of the midweek service. Once again, it's an opportunity of worship. This week's service will be worship night. Please join us at 6 p.m. for pre-service prayer and also 6.30 for our midweek service, which is going to be worship night. During that service, there will be no youth and no kids service, so everyone will be in the sanctuary for worship. Amen. We do have the district conference coming up for those that participate in district conference uh, Thursday and Friday. Uh, and uh, now we'll prepare to give in the tithe and offering. How many know that he's a provider? He provides all of our needs. Amen. Whether we have it or not, we can depend on him to provide for our needs. Amen. I want to encourage someone to be faithful to the Lord because he won't let us down. Amen. Lord, we ask that you bless today this offering. Increase it, O oh Lord God. Touch lives, O oh Lord God. You know every need before we ever even ask. Let us give today, O oh God, with a giving heart and not grudgingly. O oh Lord, increase this offering so that it provides for this local church, for this community, for our world, O oh God. And we take the gospel into the whole world. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Continue to worship with us. Come. Give in the offering as a sign of worship and sing along and worship with us in Jesus' name. Is that it? 
I asked brother, I asked brother Dave about this earlier. I said, well, I'm going up there either way. Amen. All right. So we're going to prepare as you give in the offering. The next sound that you hear will be the word of the Lord coming from the man of God that's chosen for this hour. We're so thankful for anointed ministry just throughout uh, life and those that are a part of life. One that's been around before any of us, most of us got here and uh, was very connected with the elder and founder of this church, Brother David Gordon. He has a way of bringing the word that connects. Amen. He's always connecting us uh, with life. And I just love that about the word. When we're able to take the word of God and apply it to our lives, we can look at the reflected word that Reverend Mint Gordon gives us and say, hey, you know what? That's, that's an application of, word, of the word according to the way that we live our lives. Come, Reverend Mint Gordon, preach the word. Let's give it up for that praise team. Coming in sounding good. Sounding real good. Taking it back with Jehovah John. We've been there for a minute. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Feels so good in the house of the Lord today. Feels good outside finally. We're getting a little relief from like, from like atypical Arctic temperatures. Uh, my, my poor plants and animals outside, they've been walking around dizzy. And they're like, what is going on? We've been bringing plants inside, plants outside, plants inside. We're trying to keep these alive. The Lord is not helping. He's like, oh, you really? Let me show you how much you really care. These big pots and these big plants. And now, holy moly. It's, but it's, you know. And I, was, I thought it was over. Yesterday I was outside pressure washing stuff, cleaning stuff. Y'all may be seated. And uh, I just, I was just having a good time out there in the yard, and I was so happy, and I felt like it was spring, and I said, you know, you might need to rethink this, David. And so I, I went and looked at the, the weather, just to, I didn't want to look, but I did look, and sure enough, we're back down to the 30s this week, like four or five nights in a row. I'm like, oh, geez, what was, here we go again. So last year, you know, I really liked my fireplace, and I, I liked, um, burning wood and just we don't need to do it uh we've got you know a heater that you can turn on and you know stuff like that but we just really enjoy our fireplace so each year i've been like i try to go out and cut some trees down and bring them to the house and me and the boys somebody's like brother dave you should get a log splitter and i'm like i got two of them <laughs> You know? And so we, we, we love, I enjoy that. They enjoy that off and on. Sometimes it becomes a little bit of a chore for them. But anyway, last year I just knew for certain, for sure, I had enough wood. I had wood stacked all on the left side of the house because Brother Brandon up there in South Carolina was cleaning all his property. And I went and grabbed a whole trailer full of wood from him and then some other guy. We, I packed up one full side of the house with chopped wood and I stacked up the other side of chopped wood in the house. And wouldn't you know, when it got to the coldest time, I heard it burn through all that wood. And my wife keeps on telling me, David, you just need to go get some wood. 
I'm like, there, there ain't no getting wood now. There's buying wood now. And I can't handle I just can't stand buying wood. Especially for something I really don't need. But it is nice to have that fireplace. But, you know, I love when winter comes. I really do. I love the cold weather. I like just, I like almost everything about it. Uh, but I will say, I'm ready for spring. I don't know why I'm ready for spring this year. I'm ready for, to get outside. I felt it yesterday. I was like, this is, I like this. Gather, clean it up, chicken coop, you know, mess around my plants and stuff. So, anyway, I'm not preaching about that. Maybe I should move on. Um, you know. Uh, nothing about fire. Sorry. Got y'all ready to go lay in the runway for a fire message. And we're not even talking about fire. Maybe I can squeak it in. You know, maybe I can, you know. Well, Lord, we might need that. Hey, I want to thank the Lord for my pastor for letting me come up here. It is an act of faith and trust that he has letting me come up here and grab a hold of this microphone. And sometimes I think he sweats a little bit more than others when I'm up here. Uh, I think every year he, he, he's like, oof, we, we dodged another bullet. Yeah. So thank God for that. I want to thank God for Elder Wilson. Uh, a lot of, you know, he's not here with us today. Uh, but I, I hope the Lord allows him to peek in and see what we're doing here and to see what, what is growing and happening because of his sacrifice, because of his toil, because of his faith, because of his prayers and I, and, I, and I'm just thankful for him, and, and, I, and I'm so thankful for all the things he did. I'm thankful for all the ministers here. Uh, we've got some really great guys doing some cool stuff. Uh, they are committed to the ministries that the Lord has placed on their hearts. Not just that. I, I also see our ministers, they, they don't just take on the burden of the things that God is calling them to do specifically. But what I see also is whenever they see needs outside of the things that are in their wheelhouse or in their lane, I see them step in and help out and be a part, even though it's not their ministry, it's not their responsibility, I, and I love that, because that's how we're gonna grow, and that's how we're gonna go. But I, I wanna take just a second before I move past this, and because we talk about the ministry, we talk about the ministers a lot, but I also wanna um, give props to our ministers' wives today, because, uh, you know, I would talk about Elder Wilson, but there was a Sister Wilson, and Sister Wilson was awesome. She loved you. And she loved you to the point where she wasn't just nice to you and wouldn't just tell you nice things. She would tell you things you didn't want to hear, too. And that's when you know that someone loves you, is they're willing to put some things out and be like, look. Now, sometimes she was a little rough with it, I'll just be honest. I'd be like, ooh, Sister Wilson, we might could have said that different, you know. But, but who am I? Who am I to say, right? Like, I, you know, I take it for what it is. And I try to just do what I can with it and try to rise above any emotions that made me try to throw away the lesson, you know. God is good. Uh, but, uh, you know, but over time, you know, Sister Crutchfield, such an awesome, wonderful woman in this place, doing great, wonderful things, committed, loves this place. You know, yeah, you may just see her right here most of the time, and this is what you might think that Sister Crutchfield is, is but Sister Crutchfield is way more than just sitting over here with the microphone. All these years, she has put her heart, soul, everything that she has, she has put into either her family or this church. That's been her life. And uh, that means a whole bunch of different things. Some things I've seen and I've watched, and there's a lot of things I don't see. 
but I do know it's there. And not just Sister C, Brother Munden, Brother Parks, your wives, tremendous ladies, doing wonderful, awesome things, way outside of the things that we see and we know, supporting us. I mean, I think that there should be like, if we could like give them double pay for like supporting us, doing what we do, because I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a mess. My wife tries to snag me up before I leave that. She says, wait, 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 come here, baby. Come on, we gotta, you know, get me right. All right. So, thank you, ladies, gentlemen. Love you guys. Who's ready for the word? Enough for Brother David is talking. Brother Elder Wilson came up to me after one service. He said, Brother Dave, I want to hear the word. All right. I hear him, and I hear him all the time, all the time. Brother Dave, get to the word. Get to the word. Go ahead and talk. All right. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. Colossians chapter 3, verse 15. What? All right, scary. I, don't, I can't read this. I, it's small, too small, so I'm going to have to read up here. And let the peace of Christ... Everybody say the peace of Christ. Peace of Christ. Rule in your hearts. To, you don't have to say the rest. <laughs> to, to which, we'll just be clear. I just needed that part, the emphasis. To which indeed you were called in one body and be thankful. Everybody say, be thankful. Be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs with thankfulness, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do in word or in deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So for just a few moments, does anybody have any idea what we're going to be talking about today? Thankfulness. There you go. Thankfulness. Today, for a few moments, we're going to talk about Thankfulness. Brother Cruz, can you pray for us? Lord, love you. Thank you for your love, your mercy you have for us. Help us to be thankful for everything that you do in our lives. Ask you to bless this service and all brother get towards you. Let him say the words that you want him to say. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So, I have a question that's kind of a silly question, but I'm going to ask it anyway. How many in here would just love for just our our mind and our heart just to be full of peace, like all the time. Like the anxiety and the stress and the, just all the negative just stuff that gets on us. I mean, wouldn't it be nice if we just, it just wasn't there and we could walk around and just, you know, just enjoy life and enjoy the blessings. Well, that's what we're going to talk about today, because the scripture talks about if we're going to have peace, that he, that he's giving us a tool. He's giving us a, a way to help us obtain peace. Now, we all know that this life is, is a walk, and it's a battle, and it's a fight, so we're going to have to continually apply this principle, so it's not just an automatic, you know, you put the money in the bank, and you just, there it is. You know, we're going to have to keep investing in this but over time if we are thankful we can do this the scripture makes it clear that if we add thankfulness to our daily activities peace 
will follow. But we have to be intentional. Thankfulness is not an automatic, ingrained thing inside of us. We are uh, carnal beings on this earth. And the first and foremost uh, thing that we have that drives us is survival. We, when, when all the niceties of society are taken away, and when all the things of modern day life are gone, the bottom line is we have to survive. And to survive, we have to do a few things. We have to eat, we gotta have shelter, and we need safety, we community, these things. And these are things that we are gonna automatically, without thinking about, we are gonna fight for and strive for. We are gonna fight just like Sister Courtney to eat, to, to, to get some sustainment. You know, we, we gotta, we gotta have those things. You know, and, and that's gonna be our automatic nature. Our automatic nature is to wake up and go get and, and keep and hoard and protect and fight things off. That's, that's our automatic nature. So we have to be intentional about moving past the concept of survival, the concept of, of hoarding, the concept of fighting and straining and stressing. We have to, we have to fight against that mentality and be intentionally thankful. Now, there's a portion of that drive that's important as we strive to fulfill the scriptures. The scriptures said if you don't work, you don't eat. The scriptures say if a man doesn't provide for his own house, he's worse than an infidel. So we, we got to do those things and we have to, we have to work. We have to uh, strain to achieve the things that we need. But if we do not intertwine thankfulness into our passionate journey of providing and building and being awesome, the many successes that we do obtain in life are going to be quickly overlooked and passed by and trampled by the next thing on our to-do list. We cannot allow that to get in the way of God's plan for peace for our life because then it just becomes a stressful grind that is not sustainable in any successful way. We just end up in the survival cycle where we do and we get and then we do and then we get and then we stress in between. And if we do not stop and, and intentionally be thankful, force ourselves to spend time being thankful for the things that we have, we will never escape the depressing, stressful, anxiety loop of not being thankful. It makes me think about German shepherds. Um, I don't walk them much anymore because I got a little bit more property. I can just let them go outside. But when I lived in that little house on uh, Flo Zegman, these German shepherds, you had to get them out. You had to go walk them. And they, these dogs, you know, they're, you got to train animals. And I never trained mine. So you get what you get when you get what you get. And these dogs, you get outside and they, they want to yank me to, to kill them a jar. I mean, they, they want, and I have to like, I refuse to get yanked by a dog. I refuse to get drugged all over the neighborhood. I watch people watch their, walk their dogs sometimes, and they're like, whew, whew. That dog just pulling up. And so what I would do is as I'd step outside, and, and the minute that dog would lose its cool and try to leap, I would just stop. And I pull them back to my side and I make them sit there until we were ready to go again. We did not usually get very far because that dog would just would not get it. But I refuse to be led by, by that, the spirit of an anxiousness and anxiety. That's not what we're doing. 
We are going to take an intentional walk. And if you get ahead of yourself because you can't contain and sustain in the situation we're in, we're just not going anywhere. We are going to stay right here until you get your mind right. Because you're not getting nothing done if you're going to jump out there and try to live life like, oh, oh, oh. It don't do no good. You ain't doing nobody. You're stressing everybody out everywhere you go because you stressed out. Yeah, you might be knocking some stuff off your to-do list, but you're just creating havoc all the way around wherever you go. And one, this is one of the key ways that we can do this is by stopping and being intentionally thankful for our lives. And the things in Philippians 4 and 6. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. So we're not just begging God. Right? We're not just like, oh God, oh God. We're like, God, I, I need this. I'm thankful for this. And I'm thankful for this. But God, I do have a problem here. I'm thankful that you brought me this far. But I sure do want to go a little further. I'm thankful you've given me resources. But I sure wish you'd help me use them. You know, we've got to temper our request with an, an intentional form of thankfulness. And then in verse 7 it says, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. I love this. We don't just get peace, but that peace that we get is in there and it's got its sword and its shield up and every anxious thought that's trying to attack us, it's like ah, 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 ah. it's protecting us. It says verse 7, and the peace of God which we can't even understand is going to guard our mind so before we start our day we get up in the morning and we put on the armor of thankfulness when it's going to protect us from some of those things now some things we all armor is not impenetrable so sometimes things might get through right you just stop rinse and repeat we pray thankful and then we put that present situation but in every situation, by prayer petition, with thanksgiving, chuck it back to God. It doesn't just have to be a morning thing. You know, I mean, you start in the middle. I don't know how many times during the middle of the day I'm like, woo! I, I'm not calling it a praise break. I'm talking, calling it a pray break because I'm like, it, I just, I have lost my ability to function correctly within my moment. You know what I mean? My emotions. And my thoughts are just all over the place. I'm like, stop, 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 stop. This is not how things are going to get done correctly. My wife will sometimes be like, hey, babe. And she's like trying to wave me down. Like, hey, you're, you're all over the place here. I got to get, you know, I got to get back to. And we do that through prayer. Combined with thankfulness. Without stopping to be thankful, our emotions turn to stress and anxiety. This causes restlessness, not allowing us to enjoy the moment of life that we've gotten to. I really, I guess, I may, maybe because I'm getting older or something, but I just really find myself stopping a lot and being like, is there any way that I could just enjoy where I'm at right now, please? Can I just enjoy the fullness of this moment in my life right now, please? Yes, there are things I want to obtain. 
Yes, there are things in my current situation that I would like to alter or do something different with. And yes, my past is my past. But can I just please, for the love of God, love and appreciate and just get all of this moment right now and not be stuck in my head somewhere else. And I constantly find myself doing that. And the scripture's like, good. We, we have to do that. But you're not just, you can't just be, you can't just tell yourself, I need to live in the moment. I mean, you can just tell yourself live in the moment, but that's going to add another level of stress and anxiety because you can't just tell yourself that. There's a recipe to get into a place of peace, and that is by praying and making our petitions known unto God, combined with thankfulness for everything that he's done. And then God can move our head into a different place where we can perceive the things that are going on around us, and we can appreciate them, and we can actually live in the moment and enjoy the moment. Yes, there's still things to do. Yes, you could have worked harder. Yes, you could have studied more. But there's a lot to be thankful for. So take a moment. Count your blessings. You can criticize your performance later. Which is it's important. We've got to look back and review how could I have handled this differently. You know, but we don't want to do that in an experience, a spirit of anxiety and, and, and all worked up. We want to be able to go back and look at the situation with peace and maturity and be like, okay, where was I wrong here? Where could I have done better? What are some things I can change differently? It's all good. Those are all great thoughts if they're done in the right spirit. Sometimes we have to make ourselves. And I, I know being intentional and make yourself are still are, are pretty close in, in their definitions, but we must make ourselves be thankful sometimes because pride will push us past thankfulness. Ephesians 2 and 8. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast, for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is not from yourselves. Sometimes we get stuck in a place where we feel like we deserve or we are we are we have an anticipation uh, for a certain set of things because we feel like uh, we have set ourselves up for that and then we get there and it doesn't happen the way we wanted it to or we felt like it should and our automatic response is pride and which is it's a carnal natural I mean, that's the way we're built, like natural. It's fine. That anger, and that, it will, it'll push us into, you know, doing other things. But when we're trying to be spiritual, when we're trying to be, when we're not trying to act natural, we're trying to act supernatural, we have to rise above the way we feel. And we've got to go find that scripture that said, this is not of you. There's another scripture in James that says, Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. So even the stuff we got, we didn't get it because we went and got it. We got it because God gave it to us. He allowed us to get it. Our circumstances are from God. God created the scenario, and we walked into it. And when we get stuck thinking it was all on us, and it's all because of us, and because we're all great and wonderful and all that jazz, that's that's the pit 
where you're going to fall and that pit is full of anxiety and stress and depression and all of those negative emotional things that we don't even have to keep listing because you don't have to go there. So it doesn't even matter. We don't even need to label those negative emotions. What we need to do is label the remedy. And the remedy is prayer. Prayer. Putting our petitions to God with thankfulness. Analyzing our life and understanding that these things are from God and we appreciate God for each and every little thing. It is good to have a practice if you are stuck in that hole. Whatever a negative emotional hole that you're in to start being thankful and don't let your mind go to anything else put your phone down shut the laptop turn off the tv and if you're feeling like this you just need to start walking around and being thankful god i thank you for my phone even though i set it down i'm thankful for my laptop to get stuff done i'm thankful i got entertainment on a tv to watch every once in a while i'm thankful for my home i'm thankful that you forget and you just got until your mind understands that this is where we're going to live. And when it does that, you have a better perception to turn. Then when you turn reality back on and you look back around, you're looking through different lenses. You're looking through a different mind frame. It feels different. It is different because you're different. We don't deserve it. We just think we do. We need to be thankful. Depression forgets about being thankful. This is why um, when someone is way down, and, and I could say I know a little about it, I can't say that I'm, I know everything about it because I don't know the severity and the depths that others have gone in depression. And I don't even know if actually what I would have felt before is, could be labeled as depression. Uh, all I know is it wasn't fun. You know what I mean? Wasn't great. Walking around hoping nobody knows what's going on in my head because it ain't good. You know, been there, you know, walking around just trying to just survive because I ain't thriving, I can tell you all that. And I'm not talking about right now, I'm just talking about places I've been, you know. And when we're in those places, when I have been in those places, because I can only speak to me, but when I've been in those places, I forget the power of some of those principles that God has given me to get out. I forget, and even, and I, I can't say totally that I forget, honestly, truly, because there's that little voice that's like, well, you know, if you just pray. It, but it's a little squeaky, annoying voice is what it is. I wish you would just go away. I know that, you know?
don't force ourselves to be thankful, we will dwell on the things we do not have. This saps all of our emotional energy to do the things that God is calling us to do. We look at the people that seemingly have more than us. They're happier than us. They have more stuff than us. Their relationships are better than us. And it just pushes us further down into the deep pit of depression and despair. Because all we're doing is looking outward and looking at all the things we could have and don't have and wish we had. And that is a sad, hard place to be. And not just be, to dwell and live. Thankfulness reminds us that we are not where we used to be. And thankfulness reminds us that many more people are way more happy with way less stuff than we have. There are people out there who have way less opportunity, way less stuff, way less health, way less all the things, who are way more happy than we have been. And I say we, I'm talking about me. I find myself in a place sometimes like, David, 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 stop, look around. start walking my it feels so childish it feels like I, i'm like am i ever going to get past this am i ever going to get to the point where i don't have to continually stop and remind myself how good i got the answer is no because i am going to consistently be drawn to that carnal nature which is going to drive me to just try to get more and more and more which is okay it's okay to strive and fight for those things. But we have to do it in the right perspective. We have to do it with the right mentality. Or else we're not actually living life. Life is living us. Philippians 4 and 11. Not that I'm speaking in being in need. For I've learned in whatsoever situation I am to be content. I know how to be brought low. And how to abound. And in every circumstance I've learned the secret of facing Plenty and hunger, abundance and need. First Timothy 6 and 6 says, Now there is great gain in godliness with contentment. For we brought nothing into this world, and we cannot take anything out of this world. But if we have food and clothing with these, we will be content. We will be content. When we're content, we take a moment to reflect on the awesome things that God has done for us. Yes. So, my pickup truck, my, my nice, blue, formerly beautiful Chevy Silverado with like 50,000 miles on it that I saved and I saved and I saved and I bought. And then my wife sent me a picture during the fireworks season of a not so beautiful Chevy Silverado still with 50,000 miles on it but no longer drivable. I don't know if you guys knew that there was a guy that was like hit and run, running from the cops, hit like five cars out there on 84 and Cheryl just happened to be one 
of them hitters spun her around, spin, spun the truck around. And uh, thank God, you know, she was good, right? Thank God Cheryl was okay, right? So this morning, I had to bring the tables and chairs back to the church that we used for a kid's event. And I had, to, I had to load them all in the old green truck. Old green truck got some challenge. Old green truck ain't got no rear view mirror on the side. The boys done busted that off. Old green truck, you gotta fill up the tire every time you get ready to leave. I got the compressor sitting there right in the garage every time I get ready to leave. Old green truck got some challenge. I don't know, it drives along. Old green truck, got a, got a place on the left side where a guy was borrowing my truck and he jackknifed the trailer all the way in and punched a hole in one side of the side. Old green truck, got on the other side, the same thing happened, a different guy jackknifed the other side, got a big, he got two crunched insides on the side. Old green truck, I asked my son yesterday to take it to the car wash. I don't know if you should take old green truck in the car wash. I think some of the stuff that he washed off were kind of holding it together. Old green truck ain't no good. You know what? When my fancy, nice, shiny, Tundra or Chevy went away, I was thankful. Yeah, I got an old green truck out there. Amen. I was thinking. I was driving along the day on the way to church. I definitely need to get that sound checked out. I'm thankful for this. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. I'm thankful. And I'm content right now. I'll go get me a little rear mirror. Michael's in a mechanics class at Savannah Tech. I'm sending that truck with him and be like, hey man, put the mirror on. Go get a couple tires with the money they're gonna give me for the truck. I'm put a little money on green truck. We're gonna ride around in a green truck for a while. It's alright. It's alright. I'm thankful for green truck. I'm content. I'm okay. God's got this. I'm alright. It's okay. I got food and I got shelter. I got an awesome wife. I got a couple pretty good kids. Just joking, Michael. He looked up from his phone and the sound was like, what? What's that? When we're content, we take a moment to reflect on the awesome things that God has done for us. We give a nod to the King of Kings, knowing that it is by his favor we are flourishing and pick back up the hammer and just keep building. Now listen. There's, there's a side to this contentment thing that I got five minutes to tell you. There's another side of this contentment thing that you can go overboard on contentment. Okay, you can go overboard on this whole, well, I'm just fine with the way things are. The scripture says in Proverbs 13, the soul of the sluggard craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Second Thessalonians says, for even when we were with you, we would give you this command. If anyone is not willing to work, let him not eat. In Proverbs, it says a slack hand causes poverty, but the hand of the diligent makes rich. Proverbs says, whosoever is slack in his work is a brother to them who destroys. So we can't just sit back in our situation. If there's things that we need to do about our situation,
And she'd be like, well, God's good. God will provide. It's okay. I'm believing God. Believing God for what? What are you doing? You gotta do something. God works with our work. God does with what we do. God is wanting to see us get up and go get some stuff done. Look, all of us have a different level of ability and opportunity to move in our world and do some things. So no one can judge you but you and God. So I'm not trying to get in there and make you think I'm judging you. I'm telling you the word is telling you that you know if you are not in a place where you just need to be thankful and content, but you need to get up and start getting some stuff done, I'm telling you today to reinforce it. You need to get up and get some stuff done. And I pray God will be very clear with you. I pray that what God is asking you to do is extremely, very clear, that you know exactly what God is calling you to do. And if there's any stress in your life, I pray in Jesus' name that that's where your stress is. Because you wake up every day and you look at it in the eyes and you say, I know and if you walk away from that, I pray that you do feel stressed. I pray that you do feel the crunch. I pray that you do feel the pressure. So you come back to that spot every time you're getting in a fight with your wife or your husband. And you're like, why am I feeling the way that you do? And you go all the way back to that place in prayer where God challenged you. That's where your anxiety is coming from. That's where your frustration is coming from. Because you are not dealing with the thing that needs to be dealt with. God isn't going to put more on us than we can bear. to do hard things. But if we will be intentional about being thankful, the process of doing these great things will be filled with peace and satisfaction. Amen. Amen. Let's stand to our feet. Lord God, my King, we are thankful. Lord, we're thankful for the things that we can sit down and write out and acknowledge. We're thankful for these things. But Lord, we're thankful for things that we don't even know we have. Blessings that are in our lives that we can't even recognize. God, we're, we're, we're just declaring that we're thankful for that. And Lord, I pray today that you would help us to see, see past our
our needs, see past our stress, see past, Lord, our anxiety to the beautiful, wonderful things that we have to be thankful for. Give us new eyes today. Give us new eyes to see more things to be thankful for. Lord, we want to go forth. God, we want to be productive. God, we want to get things done. But we don't want to do it, Lord, in, in a spirit of stress and anxiety. God, we want to do it in a spirit of strength and in peace. But we know to do that, we have to be thankful. Help us to mature, Lord, in our perceptions of our situations. God, so we can understand deeply how much we have in our lives to be thankful for. You alone can do these things, God. We're offering ourselves up to you. Open our hearts and minds, God, to the things that you would say into our spirit and mind. God, you're able, holy and wonderful. We give you the glory, God. You alone are able. We submit our lives to you, God. We submit our lives to you, believing, God, that you alone are able to do these things. Mighty, mighty King. Mighty, mighty King, may a spirit of thankfulness and contentment be upon us today. Lord, as we go from this place, help us, Lord, to have the peace of God that passes all understanding, Lord, in our hearts and minds, God, knowing that all good things come from you. God, we love you. We thank you, Lord. We give you all glory and honor for all things. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We're just going to keep this sanctuary open here for a few moments. For prayer, just to just if, if you're having a hard time, just start listing off things you're thankful for. It doesn't matter if it doesn't feel like that's exactly what's going on in your situation. Just stop and start listing the things that you have to be thankful for. My children, my wife, our ability to communicate God, the word God, the things that you've taught me in my heart, all these things. Thank you, God.
received the word today that God wanted to give to us. And I tell you, it speaks to me. In James, it talks about, you know, when we have a brother or a sister that are in a destitute need. Well, we got to go to work. and We got to do our part to help them and assist them. But also within our own lives, many of us have skills, many of us have gifts. Inside the church, outside the church, which is always for the church. Because what you do at work, wherever you work at, or wherever you go to school at, wherever you're a neighbor at, you are the representative of the kingdom. And so there we must work diligently. We must work with the spirit of God, with cheerfulness, with thankfulness. In our spirit, no matter how much we have or how much we don't have, we'll always want to work towards what the Lord has in the kingdom for us. And we want to definitely continue to spread the gospel and definitely spread the spirit of thankfulness. Praise the Lord. Please do not forget all our announcements that River Parks went over. We do have our divorce hearing that will be starting on March 14th. Um, and that's with the, uh, with the Ellison family. So they are kicking it off for this year. So make sure um, you spread the word, spread the gospel. Please do not forget Thursday and Friday, the first and the second, we do have our district conference at the Georgia campground. So you can look online for more information on that. And also baby dedication, March 10th. So if you have any children that need to be dedicated unto the Lord, um, link up with the first lady or Christy uh, on here. It says Christy Lee. So, um, as we close out and get ready for our next service, we want to bid each and every one of you adieu. Blessings to each and every one of you. And we pray that your week is full with many blessings where you have great opportunities to witness, to outreach, to encourage and strengthen someone else in the world. Let us go before the Lord in prayer. Lord Jesus, Heavenly Father, we are thankful, Lord, superlatively thankful, Lord Jesus, of what you have spoken to us today. We pray, Lord, for a blessing of Reverend Mingord and his family, Lord. And we are definitely thankful, Lord, that, that Sister Mingord, Lord, is well and okay, Lord Jesus. Um, as the word speaks, that many times when there is hurt, Lord Jesus, we know, Lord, that you will keep your saints, Lord. And we are thankful, Lord, that you protected her and watched over her, Lord. We pray, Lord, today, Lord Jesus, that as we go on the remainder of our week, that we, Lord, will walk with the spirit of righteousness, with the spirit of holiness, with the spirit of thanksgiving. We thank you, we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless. Go with God.